Good morning, and welcome to episode 97 of Effectively Wild, the Baseball Prospectus Daily Podcast. In New York, New York, I am Ben Lindbergh, and in Long Beach, California, in the Honda Fit, joining me is Sam Miller. Hello, Sam. Hello. This is our last show of the week, and we are going to do one topic, and Sam has selected that topic. So what have you brought us today? Uh, my topic is uh, Koji Ua, Uya Uara. Uh, I suspected as much when I saw you tweeting about him, and I wanted to uh, yes. I wanted to tweet at you to save it for the podcast. Ah, uh, yes. Well, uh, it's... Yeah, no, we'll talk about Koji Uahara. Okay. Is that how you would pronounce it? Koji Uahara? Uh, yeah, sure. One of the weird <laughs> things about um, doing what we do is that you spend all your life with baseball players, um, information about baseball players, but you never actually talk to anybody. And so you uh, find yourself um, doubting the way to pronounce a lot of names. Mm-hmm. Yes. I do. Yeah. I don't know if uh, I mean, yeah, sometimes I do. I've asked you before we've started recording a couple times how you would say something. Yeah, I've heard his name. I've probably heard his name a million times, and I've probably internalized it, but I've never said it out loud. And until you say it out loud, you don't quite know how it's going to come out. Yeah, I think in my head I had it as more of an Uehara than, mm-hmm. a, than an Uahara, but it's yeah. a subtle difference. So the reason I wanted to talk about him is that um, we've talked on this show about the wages that baseball teams play uh, pay for relievers, for mm-hmm. um, free agent relievers. And they generally don't follow the traditional uh, warp, uh, war or warp $2 uh, ratio that we've come to expect for free agents. They get paid usually more, and there's often a, a sort of a predictable outcry to these deals. But we um, – well, I – um, you know, see every team doing this and have kind of developed uh, an inclination to sort of defer to the industry. I wouldn't think that all 30 teams are are wrong mm-hmm. about philosophy. They might be, and I'm open to that, but I, I, anyway. So when Jeremy Affelt signs for three years and, six, and $18 million, or uh, Jonathan Broxton signs for, I think, three and 21 or Brandon league signs for three and 21. There is, um, uh, you know, I, I don't want to just sort of predictably react the same way to every single one of these. <laughs> right. Although many people do. Then Uahara comes along and signs for one year and 4.5 million uh-huh. which is uh, a great rate for even for war. And it's so unlike other relief contracts, and he is, as far as I can tell, a, a really good reliever, um, uh, like a, a really good one. He yeah. has uh, sort of historically uh, landed strikeout block ratios. His ERA plus since he converted to relief three seasons ago is, I believe, 180. He is extremely good against righties. He's extremely good against lefties. He has, uh, I guess, one flaw and one aesthetic flaw. The, the flaw is that he gives up home runs, although he's always been in very hitter-friendly parks, um, and the plot, he doesn't throw hard, mm-hmm. but he's extremely effective, and so I just want to know why um, he, why he would get paid, uh, you know, why he would, why, why a team would commit one-fifth as much to him as they would 
Brandon League, who I can't imagine the mental gymnastics required to uh, conclude that League is is better, let alone. Right. Yeah, I have thought the same thing. Um, I mean, you mentioned a couple of the reasons. The the first one being that he doesn't even throw 90 a lot of the time. He averages under 90. Uh, teams tend not to like that. He, as you said, has given up over a home run per nine innings. He's also 37 and will be 38 just about on opening day. Um, and then there's also, I guess, the durability concern, right? I mean, he he threw 66 innings in his first season, and then oh, right, okay, yeah, and then in 2010, he only threw 30, 44 as a reliever because he had elbow issues, uh, and then last year he threw only 36 innings because he had shoulder issues. Um, yeah. So, I guess... Yeah, that's a big... Th- that is a thing. Yes. No doubt I mean, when he was healthier, when he was not on the DL, he pitched incredibly well. Uh, he had, like, a, 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 a Cliffley strikeout-to-walk ratio in, in Cliffley's best season. Um, yeah. And, I mean, he, he walked under a, a batter per nine innings. He has walked just, I mean, 1.2 per nine over his four-year career, which I imagine, I mean, it's only just over 200 innings, but that has to be probably the, the lowest rate of any pitcher who's thrown that many innings, I would assume. Well, can I, do, would you like some Koji Uehara factoids? I would love I, some. All right. I'm going, I, I actually uh, just wrote up a bunch for an unfiltered post, so if huh. these go a little too fast okay. for, for you, they're all in print. So I'll just I'll just I'll give you some of my favorites. So um, he walked three batters this year, uh, in 36 innings. Um, Alfredo Alfredo Aceves walked that many on April 21st without retiring a batter. Uh, after a 0-2 count, he has now struck out 106 and walked one. After only a first pitch strike, he has struck out 132 and walked six. Mm-hmm. As a, uh, Against the eight and nine hitters in a lineup, he has 50 strikeouts and one walk. Uh, against right-handers, he has 90 strikeouts and three walks. Uh, let's see. Uh, he walked three batters in 2012. Edinson has walked at least three batters in 25 of 32 starts. Uh, there were 85 pitchers who walked three or more hitters in appearance this year that lasted one inning or less so those are all strikeout to walk ratios he obviously does allow home runs but um, if you compare him to Affelt and league Affelt is of course essentially a lefty specialist Affelt's OPS plus against him in the last two years is 524 uh, against lefties against lefties in the last two years is 499 uh-huh. better and League is essentially a righty specialist. He has a 508 OPS plus against righties. Uehara is 523, so slightly worse. But, of course, Uehara was playing in Texas for more than half of that time. And League was playing in Safeco and Dodger Stadium. So he is essentially, I mean, he's been significantly better, uh, you know, than both of those guys' strengths. League has been League has been a durable reliever. And he has thrown 70 more innings in the last three years than Uehara He's allowed 51 more runs, though. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, well, I mean, you wouldn't give the same length contract probably to a guy who will be 38 on opening day, but it would seem reasonable to give him a similar annual average value uh, or something close to it. I'm just refreshing my memory as we talk because, I mean, a guy who has these numbers you would think might have been deemed closer worthy. And in 2010, I guess it was Alfredo Simon started the season as the Orioles closer, lost the job, and then Uihara finished the season as the closer and from all appearances did a good job. Uh, he saved 13 games in 15 opportunities and and pitched very well. And then the following January, the Orioles signed Kevin Gregg and that was it for for Uihara's closer career, I guess. He hasn't had a, uh, he has one save since then. Um, so, I mean, and Kevin Gregg is not nearly the pitcher that Uihara is. I mean, he's, he's barely a, a league average reliever, really, if you look at his whole career. Um, and yet he just waltzed right into Baltimore and took that job and started saving games. Uh, Uehara didn't lose that job unless I'm missing something. He didn't do anything to, to lose it. I guess maybe he got hurt, uh, but was healthy the following season. So I don't know. I guess it's the same sort of bias that, that is working against him when he's a free agent and he's looking for money, uh, as, as in his role in the bullpen. Uh, Well, when the, the, when the Rangers traded for him too, in, in, um, uh, midway through 2011, um, they very quickly moved him into low leverage outings. And when uh, he he essentially I uh, sort of lost rain, uh, the the kind of common Ranger fans' faith in him with a couple of home runs that he gave up early, and he was pitching in low leverage into the postseason. And he started this season basically doing mop up work for them. Uh, in the bullpen now finally by September of this year he was back in high leverage the one save he got was actually a one out save and I think I'm just sort of glancing at it I think that it's he got it because essentially the the Rangers at the time didn't really have a lefty reliever that was effective Uehara was in a way almost like the specialist mm-hmm. uh, because he's so he's so good against lefties, and in fact, I've kind of heard that brought up um, about his free agency. That, that the reason that he's attractive is because you can use him like almost like a loogie, which is uh, again, I mean, it's sort of I don't know. Like I, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it it might just be a blind spot I have. I felt the same way about Sergio Romo, and I I wrote um, I think I wrote a factoids unfiltered about him early this year because he wasn't. I mean, he was basically becoming a. a uh, right one out guy mm-hmm. for the Giants who didn't have a healthy closer at the time. Casillo was closing and Romo um, was more effective against lefties than I, uh, I he, I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, Romo had, had faced a higher percentage of righties over the previous year or so than any pitcher in baseball or, or, or than it, but one or two. And yet he had a higher, uh, he had a better yes in his career. Uh-huh. Well, I just went to, to look and see if there was any reason why he would have caused his managers to lose faith in him. And 
high leverage spots, and it doesn't really seem like it. He has the same, almost exactly the same OPS allowed in in high leverage situations and low leverage situations as baseball reference defines it. Uh, So it's not that, and he didn't blow a bunch of saves or anything. Maybe it is just... Velocity. Yeah, well, that's got to be part of it. Um, I mean, Romo's the same way, right? Romo is yeah. Romo had mm-hmm. similar strikeout to walk ratios and similar velocity. And basically, like Romo, Uehara has one tremendous swing and miss pitch. That's I mean, Uehara's split finger is his bread and butter. He gets um, a tremendous amount of swinging strikes on it. Um, and, and in addition to that, he gets a tremendous amount of swings on it, which is sort of what sets it apart. He uh, More people swing at it than most off-speed pitches and more people swing and miss at it than most off-speed pitches and so it's sort of devastating and Romo is the same way but they both throw 88 and maybe that I mean can you there probably are closers that throw 88 um uh do any jump out at you uh no but I will look quickly um I, I wonder if there's any kind of bias against I mean, I don't know. Maybe most closers' best pitch is their fastball, or at least there's some sort of distrust of, I don't know, of relying too heavily on on a pitch that is usually out of the strike zone, I guess, and batters could just lay off it, although obviously they don't against Uihara, or he might walk a guy every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's probably nothing to that. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any idea what his numbers looked like in Japan before he came over? I'm just baseball reference doesn't really have any for him. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that's odd. Uh, well, they have his last two years. <sighs> so in his last year, uh, before he came over as a starter, well, as a sort of a swingman, it looks like he had a 3.81 ERA, tons of strikeouts, not many walks, a lot of home runs. Uh-huh. The year before that, exclusively. Reliever, 174 ERA, 60. <laughs> walked four guys in 62 innings. Six strikeouts and walked four, one of them intentional. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what his career numbers look like over there. That's just two seasons after age 30. But uh, but his numbers in those couple seasons look pretty, if you add them up, look pretty similar to his major league numbers, which I guess supports the, the Dan Evans idea that I wrote about a couple weeks ago that that relievers coming over from Japan are the best bets to translate their performance because their role doesn't really change in any dramatic way. Whereas a position player, especially an infielder has to deal with different playing surfaces since uh, a lot of the Japanese stadiums are, are domes uh, and starters have to deal with a, a huge change to their workload, much less rest between starts. Whereas relievers obviously have to deal with all the, the, the culture shock and everything, but as far as on the field, their role is pretty much the same. They're called on to do the same sort of thing at the same sort of time. Um, so you look at a, a bunch of guys like Uihara and guys before and since who have pretty much pitched uh, almost exactly as well here as they did before they came over, uh, which makes you kind of optimistic about Fujikawa, the guy that the Cubs signed this winter. Um, but he actually throws a bit harder and used to throw very hard. So maybe he won't have the, the same sort of fastball discrimination going on, if that's what it is. 
or maybe it, uh, maybe it's just the the home runs. Maybe it's like you don't want a guy who can give up a solo homer that could tie a game in a one game lead or save situation yeah. game. I mean, I mean, I don't know what the, yeah. what the typical home run rate for a closer is, but uh, probably considerably Low. lower than than Uihara's. So even though I would think that the vast majority of his home runs are solo home runs. Um, if he's in a situation, often if he's a an eighth inning guy or a ninth inning guy, he is going to be in tie games. He is going to be in one run lead games, and maybe managers are just kind of kind of wary of putting a guy who does give up home runs that often, even if overall he's just as effective as anyone. Yeah, I think that home runs are probably the most. Well, I don't know. Maybe walks are. But yeah, I would. Think, I was going to say walks. I mean, no, no manager wants a closer who walks the leadoff guy or, or gets himself in trouble that way. And obviously, he doesn't do that. So is Raphael Betancourt the comp here? Uh, let's see. Um, I guess it's similar, similar I mean, sort of numbers. I mean, he's pitching for the Rockies, uh, but I guess he gave up home runs before that. Yeah, so. it just yeah. I mean, it took him so long to get a closer's job. He didn't even make his major league debut until he was 28, and he has always been this guy too. I mean, mm-hmm. he. I would. I don't know if he has always been as good as Uehara has been over the past three years, but he certainly has been has had seasons where he's been even better. Mm-hmm. He's had stretches of seasons where he's been very good. And, um, you know, he's had some of these bizarre, wacky strikeout-to-walk ratios, too. He's had four of them over 10 per nine, which essentially does not ever happen by anybody else. Mm-hmm. And this is his first year as a closer at age 37. And so, I, uh, and he also gives up home runs. I, I don't know. I wonder, I wonder what the sort of genetic similarity is there between those two guys. Um, yeah, that's a good comparison. Uh... Throw harder, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean there seems to be a lot of similarities in the story. It's 92-ish, at least, which I guess is, is enough to... Yeah, it's, I mean, it's at least Kevin Gregg. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, good signing then by the Red Sox. I guess we agree on that. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how they use him and whether they use him as a, a low-leverage guy or, or they put him in a role that you think would be appropriate for someone with his statistics. All right. All right. Anyway, good for the Red Sox. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's it for this show. That's it for this week. Uh, so we will be back next week with episode 98. And because you have nothing better to do with your weekends, you can email us at podcast at baseballperspectus.com and we will answer your email next week. <laughs>